All right, intrepid listeners, bearing with us for our lost episode, I'm going to actually start us out this week with the recap of what happened, and I'm actually going to try and talk through what happened during the lost episode. So as far as anyone is aware, the party had headed off into the woods in search of the goblins that have been attacking the the uh, city of White, and you guys headed out towards the east towards the base of the Itzo Mountains to try and find the leader of the Goblin Raids. At the end of the... or Well, actually, I guess at the start of the last episode, we found ourselves, just as Asharis had distracted these three goblins sitting around a campfire. Asharis attacked with her bow. Ghost Slinger was super sneaky, ran forward and exploded them with an ice knife and then disappeared off to the right. And then Merlin, you went into the middle of the group of them and then did some big old magic thing. I don't exactly remember what it was. Didn't you set, yeah, didn't the baby set it? Something got set on fire. Something up. Oh, Merlin did flaming hands and set like through the fire at the goblins and like the entire patch of forest there was charred and smoldering afterwards <laughs> i do remember that uh and then you guys didn't have to deal with the majority of the animals they had a couple of wolves and a giant rat as their mounts tied up nearby and you guys didn't have to deal with those until the end and actually as i remember sheila Ate the giant rat as the giant rat tried to sneak past. All right, she left. And then after making work of these goblins that were camping here, you guys decided to rest up for a while because the goblins nearby wouldn't think it odd that there's a fire lit here since there was already a fire lit here. And you guys went to bed. So while you were sleeping, would Asharis like to sum up what happened during your dreams of the night when you mm. wake up the next morning? I mean, we went through Feywild, and Jessica was naked. <laughs> Ghost Slinger was naked. Jessica was wearing clothes. And we saw Shining Armor. And what did we attack? Bobo some Bonaga. 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 Yes. Got it. Bonaga. I watched the first Harry Potter movie. Were there Nagas in the first Harry Potter movie? No. Were there bones in the first Harry Potter movie? Probably. Then what does that have to do with bone Nagas? <laughs> I don't know. Um, snakes. Aren't those true. snakes? They yeah. are snakes. So. Snakes. So it looks like a snake right there. <laughs> it's slither. It slithers. Oh, it's a snake. And we attack that. And yeah. then we killed it, and a dragon came out. A bony dragon. Rawr! Right? Bony dragon? Yep, you, you got attacked by a giant undead dragon and had to run away. And you flee right. back through the Feywild, and then at the end of it, you woke up in a start. And that's where we find ourselves now. Wow. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, I just imagine us running and running and running away. Brave, 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 Sir Robin. <laughs> I hate those dreams where you run all night. I'm so tired when I wake up. <laughs> oh, and I guess it's worth explaining that the audio quality in this one's going to be a little bit off because due to 
Hurricane Ermagerd. <laughs> uh, Merlin doesn't have internet connection, so he's dialed in to a voiceover IP number to talk to us tonight. <laughs> Asharis and Ghostslinger, you are both covered in sweat from having run away from this dragon for what feels like forever. And you wake up in this clearing where you went to bed, and very quickly you remember that you are after some goblins, and everything that you saw, you don't know if it was real or not. Ooh, that's scary. So, what do you want to do as the sun is just coming over the horizon? Oh, no. Aren't we heading east? Or is it weast? Weast. Are we heading weast? You guys are heading east because I said east, but on my map, it's drawn backwards. Weast. So, so the sun is in our eyes as we walk toward the east, since we're heading east. Maybe. It's a different different world. We're not in England. We're in Angland. Oh, my God. Land of the Angles. <laughs> angles. Here's an angle. Sort of. It's just a line. That's an angle. It's 180 degrees. <laughs> Wait. No. Here's a triangle. All right. So do you start heading, uh, or do you start breaking camp and cleaning up and ready to head out on the, in the day? Or do you want to sit around and talk about it? Or what do you want to do? Do, do you want to break the hmm. triangle? Just tell me when to break the triangle. Well, eventually you're going to want to draw again. <laughs> the triangle was broke. So, Ghostslinger, was yes. that a real or a dream? It was both. It was both. A real dream? Have you never insightful heard? answer. Asharis, roll me. Oh, I don't know all the numbers. Just a second. Let me pull up a thing. A d20. Yeah, roll me a d20 and I'll tell you what modifiers to put on it by the time I get done. Everything's a d20. Almost everything's a d20. Um, actually, I'll give you a choice. You could do Perception, History, or Arcana. But I only have Perception. Well, you can do uh, any of those three. It depends on which one you're going to get the best bonus from. Perception. Okay, roll me a d20 and add your Perception modifier. Mm, Thirteen. Thirteen? You're still not really sure... If it was just a dream or not, maybe it was some kind of magical influence over you. You're not 100% sure that it really happened. Hmm. But it could have been Shining Armor. He could have done something like magical. that. He is a very magical creature. All right, go ahead. Continue discussing. Discuss. What the heck were you doing in that there fountain with no clothes on? Shush. happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Slinger, roll me a deception check. Nineteen. Nineteen? Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, deception. Ghost Slinger, explain to her that you don't know what she's talking about, and she obviously made that part up. Why would you make that up? <laughs> what, what's the point in doing that? Is that just to insult me? <laughs> Very good right, logic. I've been imagining it. <laughs> I heard that, little girl. <laughs> Sneaky sheik. Sneaky sneak. Let me see there. Alright, well then, shall we carry on after the goblins today? Sure. Otherwise, we're never going to get anywhere. 
We have a mission to complete. All right. So you guys are pretty sure that you can't be too far from the rest of the goblin caves. I mean, these guys looked like they were headed back towards their camp. If I remember correctly, Asharis, you'd looked around and you'd found evidence that they were headed away from White and towards the foothills. So Mm -hmm. you kind of have a bearing for which way you'd want to go when you break camp. On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. As part of your last perception check, I'll go ahead and also give you that you might be a little on the wary side, that as you're getting closer, you ran into these guys and got lucky, but there might be other raiding parties in the area, so you'll want to keep your eyes peeled. Uh, So we should be on a lookout for more bad guys. So (laughs) you guys head deeper into the foothills of the mountains, and you keep your eyes open for any more signs of the little green skins. Roll me a... Well, how do you want to look for them? Describe for me how you try and find out exactly where to go. Well, I'm going to send the owl out. Okay. What's the owl going to be looking for? Little green men. So Archimedes is just going to head up into the sky and kind of peer and see if he can see any movement down below? Yes. All right. Roll me a perception check with Archimedes' bonus for perception. Archimedes' bonus. So I think he's not on this old character sheet. <laughs> I'm looking. Does Archimedes have such a thing? It should be on the last page of your um, your character sheet. Should be Archimedes thing, but I don't know if I wrote it down. So let me look real quick. It might be in the player's handbook. He's an owl, right? Yes. Yeah. Bye bye. The owl provokes no opportunity attacks when it flies out of the enemy's reach. But the what? Oh. Keen, hear- keen hearing and sight, the owl has advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or sight. Yep, so I get to roll 2d20s and take the highest. That's pretty good. Let me see. What does the bird see? Don't see song. Uh, that's pretty good. So let's say Archimedes heads off into the sky. In search of any small critters running around in front of you. And when he comes back, he points you to a small path that you can clearly see is tamped down in the undergrowth with faint claw marks along the trees that move beside it. It looks like this might be a path left by a foraging party. What do you want to do? Did you tell us how many? Uh, you can't tell how many. It don't know numbers. You don't know. It's more than one or two, though. Yeah, it's a bird. Birds don't know numbers. Birds don't know numbers. <laughs> Birds don't know numbers. It's a bird. Archimedes can only tell us what what it sees. And he he can't attack though. He's got three inch talons. It's a pretty big owl. You want to see? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's plus three. <laughs> That's close enough to three-inch talons. It's a big owl. Hopefully it's not white. Like Harry Potter's owl? No, it's just, it's got camouflage. I wouldn't want a white owl. Do you guys follow this trail? I suppose so. All right, you start. I think it's common sense to follow the trail. What are we going to do when we find these guys? That's what I want to know. Okay, so you guys are uh, come upon this trail, and this trail isn't, the end of the trail, 
or the beginning of the trail, it obviously goes in two directions. There's a direction yeah. headed out away from the foothills and a direction headed back towards the foothills. Are you going to head towards the foothills or away from them? I'd say uh, towards the foothills. Okay. What do you say? Asharis, what do you say? One toward the foothills, one away from the foothills? It's the same we path. We want to go toward the foothills, right? If we want to find them, we've got to go toward them, right? So we think that they're... Where's the bird telling us to go? The bird pointed out the path. The bird just found the path, and it goes two directions, away or toward. I wish I would have got a dog. <laughs> so, okay. The, uh, roll me a wisdom check, Asharis. I gotta see if I'm smart. Hey, twin! So, the way that paths work is you travel along them. So, either there's a group of goblins that have gone out and come back along this path and will be back towards their home, towards the foothills. Or, they've come out on this path and are somewhere off toward, or off away from their home over in, towards white. So you don't know where goblins may be along this path, but the previous information you had is that they're in the foothills. So it seems like if you want to find where the goblins came from along this path, if it is a goblin path, you would want to head towards the foothills. I agree. All right. Go Slinger. Yes, what? How do you feel about this? I'll just go with whatever I am told to do. (laughs) Well, you better go with it because you're going to be on point. Because you're stealthy. You know what point means, right? That means you're out front. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. If somebody has to, be able to sneak out there and see what's going on in front of us, we don't want to just walk into their camp by accident. Besides, I'm old. You may not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghostslinger, you take the you take the lead and quietly move through this path in the underbrush. And you find your way deeper into the embrace of the foothills. Around you are tall gray stones jutting out of the earth with dark lines of water brushed across their face from the eons that they have been exposed to the elements. You see some mosses growing on parts of the stones that stay in the cool shade, gathering moisture from the air. Moving along the path that you are following, it doesn't take long before you start to spot signs that the stones have been pushed together to be used for shelter. There are some signs of civilization here. You see some pieces of broken pottery and small animal bones tucked away under the foliage. Hmm. Do you continue forward, Ghost Slinger? Yes. You come upon a dirt clearing where the grass doesn't seem to grow. There's a fire burning at its center, obscured by the shape of the foothills and rocks around it. It's no wonder a bunch of armored knights struggled to clear out these goblins. This location looks like it is a well-protected place to hide out. You see a few goblins moving around the camp, but no one has spotted your group coming in on this trail. Oh my god. Suddenly, you hear hissing and a scuffle across the camp. A goblin looks to be in a tussle with another. Does anyone in your party speak goblin? I don't know. I was just trying to figure that out. Um, no. No. Maybe. I have Elvish and Orcish. Elvish and Orcish. I have magic ability to cast into their brain, and and uh, maybe I can see what they're thinking. There's a spell specifically called Detect Thoughts. I'm looking for it. So, 
Asharis, you speak Orcish, which is enough to get some of what they say because they're based on the same script, but not really the same language. So looking across this clearing with a fire in the middle and keeping your distance so that no one notices you, you hear some screeching and you think you can make out the word cheater and bones. You see one of the goblins pointing at the other. And when she yells bones, she pushes the goblin she's pointing at, accusingly. The accused goblin lays back her ears and hisses, spitting at the accuser. And you hear the word cheater again, and then the accused goblin puffs out her chest, and a fight breaks out. A bunch of goblins kind of come out of the caves around this area and kind of lay into the fighting, going back and forth at each other. You hear kind of a dull roar start to break up as the tide of goblins starts pushing back and forth, each picking a side. You hear mm. some shrieks and some blood starts to fly. Maybe a few ears get bitten into. This goes on for a few mm. minutes. And then across the camp, a group of goblins wearing more than just rags comes into the clearing. They're wearing proper armor. And with a bellow from the biggest of them, the fighting stops. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He's in charge. A couple of guards that came in with the armored goblins throw a few punches, and the last of the snarls from the crowd dies down. The big goblin stops for a moment, just out of sight, and you hear him start to speak before the crowd disperses. It sounds, Asharis says, it sounds like something about not fighting, and you hear the word humans, and the word treasure. (laughs) The... Big Goblin heads off in a direction that you can't see with his guards, and the rest of the goblins kind of go back into their little cubby holes of caves around this clearing. What do you want to do? How many of them are there? Uh, some. You're not Let's 100% follow the ones sure. With the armor. Let's follow the ones with the proper armor and see where they're going. He seems to be in charge. If we can take him down, the rest of them will uh, scatter. I don't... Is that accurate? Is that a good idea? <laughs> Marilyn, I, I, I want to help you here, but I rolled a natural one, so... Oh, no. Well... I'm not I, going I, to say for any certainty that you know that, but that is essentially what Lord White asked you to do. Well... <laughs> Maybe. Just, because he said... To me. He told you to kill the boss goblin. This guy might be the boss goblin. You don't really know. We don't know, but he does have power over the other ones, or at least he's just bigger. Hmm. We need to go try to reason with this guy. And if there's no reasoning, we may have to kill him. I don't know if there's any reasoning with the goblins. They're killing people. There's no reasoning with goblins. I know that. But our job, or what we're supposed to be doing, is trying to stop them from attacking the villagers. So Uh, Specifically, your job was to kill him. Or at least the boss goblin. Only if he's the boss goblin. True. But using my mental powers, let's go pick his brain and see what he, he's thinking. Do you have that spell? Yes, let's have the... I do have the spell. Let's have the armor... Uh, let's have my owl follow them, and uh, we'll try to keep up with them without being detected with uh, our stealth abilities. Okay, let's do this. Asharis and Ghost Slinger, roll a stealth check as you guys move away. Merlin, you are incredibly stealthy as you move back away from this camp and Archimedes heads up into the sky to follow after the uh, armored goblins. A nine for me. 
We'll just take the 15. 15 for the baby. So is your 9 without any modifiers? Do you have any modifiers on that 9? I don't know that I have any stealthiness. Well, oh, your dexterity is added to it. I do have stealth and dexterity. So that's actually a 13. Oh, there you go. So the three of you quietly get away. And Merlin, for you to... I forget the rules for familiars. I think you can see through Archimedes' eyes while you're in a trance, but you may be able to communicate with him. I can definitely see what he sees. While he's within a certain distance. So I'll just say that you guys step aside and you watch through Archimedes' eyes as these three goblins head up the side of the mountain a little bit and to a much larger cave uh, up above this clearing. Uh, And then, so you had, Archimedes comes back to you and you know the path up to this cave where these, where this armored group went into just up above the, um, the camp. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go that way and try not to be detected. If we can get close enough that I can pick his brain, that's really what I want. How close do you have to be to pick his brain? I think it's 50 feet. Okay. What's the name of the spell? Okay. Well, I don't have a computer, so... Well, what's written on your spell book? Well, I only have level one on that. You never wrote down new spells? No. Well, why didn't you write down new spells? I wrote some new spells. Magic Mirror, Web Like Spider-Man. If they're not written on your sheet, you don't have them. Well, they're in the book. Yes, but you don't have all spells. You only have some spells. Yes, I'm level two, though. You are a wizard. He got some new spells, didn't he, for when he got he leveled up? Yeah, I think he's used the um, mirror image. That's a level two spell that he's got. Yep. yep, I wrote that one down. What other level two spell did you take, Dad? Burning Hand and Spider-Man, Spider-Webs, and uh, Messages Both Ways. Burning Hands... And web. I know web is a spell. And messages both ways. Yeah, but message is oh, a whisper, to... not a invade them, their mind. I know, but I do have the mind one. We, we talked about it before. I thought sending was a level three spell. Well, you've got the book. Look at it real quick. You don't have sending. You have message. Message just doesn't invade someone's mind. What does it do? Message whispers a sound that only they can hear in their ear. Oops. That's good. I can trick him into coming outside the cave and knock him in the head. Fair point. I'll use that one if I can get close enough. Yeah, sending is a level three spell. You don't have those yet. So what does he have? Message. He can whisper in someone's ear and they can whisper back to him. Yeah, but if he thinks he's talking to somebody, he's going to be... Okay, so... Maybe Ghostlinger could help me out. How? She's got the stealthiness. We have to work as a team. So the three of you sneak up following behind Merlin past the camp and towards this cave entrance above. You peer inside and you don't see anybody there, but there's a light just around the corner in the distance. It's still daylight, so if you go into the cave, it's going to be very dark for us. Our, it'll, we'll have, our eyes will have to adjust to their light. There's a light at the end of the cave. It's obviously not dark. Okay, so we're headed into this cave to follow these people? Yep, you follow up to the top of the village where you find a cave, and you don't see anybody immediately at the mouth of the cave, but Archimedes directed you up here, showing that this is where those heavily armored goblins went. That's scary. 
So, there's only one way into the cave. Uh-oh. That you see. One way out kind of deal. Well, we could we could camp by the front and wait for somebody to come out or go in. But if we go in, we could be trapped in there if more come in after us. Hmm. We have to think this thing through. Uh, only one of us has stealthiness. Hello. And we always send her in to find out stuff and so she doesn't get caught. But in this case, I need to be within 50 feet so I can possibly send a message and he'll hear it, think he's talking to himself. What if we send Sheila in? That's a possibility. My owl is no good. Let's make a decision. Any ideas? Sheila can go I can, I can throw fog into the uh, into the cave and they wouldn't be able to see anything and they might want to come out. That's another spell you have for sure is fog. I remember that. Yeah, I have fog. Thunder wave. All right, so describe as Sheila goes forward. What does she do? She goes into the cave, cautiously, stalking her prey. I love it. All right, so she makes her way up to this corner. Mm-hmm. What do you want her to do? Just investigate. All right, roll me and investigate. I basically just want to know, there's a hundred of these things in there? Seventeen. So Sheila looks around the corner, and I don't think you can talk to her like a wizard's familiar. You, like, like see through her eyes type thing. You can understand basic principles that she's giving you. So she looks around the corner, and then kind of slowly makes her way back to you, quietly. And you get the impression that there are not a hundred of these things around the corner. But I don't know how many. You can't see through her eyes unless you cast a spell. And you can't talk to her, I don't think, unless you have the ability to talk to her. Hmm. She might be correct. Sheila kind of is preening herself like she's not super concerned. And then starts to walk back into the cave and looks back at you expectantly. Right. I guess she's telling us it's okay. So the three of you make your way into this cave. Am I speaking for you, Ghostslinger? Do you want to go in? Sure. Okay. The three of you make your way into this cave, and you make your way up to the corner where Sheila looked around, and you can see just around the corner, there's a brazier on the wall. Is it brazier? Brazier. Is that right? There's a brazier on the wall. There's a brazier. There's a beautiful brazier on the wall, obviously taken from some caravan that these goblins have raided. And next to the brazier, there's a brazier. Brazier? Brazier? There's a torch in the wall. There you go. And that's where the light that you can see is coming from. And you see mm. the cave back behind uh, opens up into this big kind of long passageway and it fades out into the darkness. But in front of you, you only see these two big armored goblins that were with the uh, the leader. Oh, no. Oh, so the leader's not there. leader's not there. Okay, so... Seems like we're to take him out. Run like hell. <laughs> My mom wants to run. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I might ask, the torch is making smoke. Is the smoke going over our head and out the front door behind us, or is it going into the cave? Uh, let me roll that again. Let's see here. Um... Uh, it's coming out the. F as far as you can tell, the smoke is coming out towards the front of the cave. So there's no exit to the back. 
It depends so on which way the wind's blowing, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No. Yes, it does. No, if you have a cave, uh huh, it's a hole. You if you have a tunnel and- through a mountain, and the wind is blowing from the west, then the wind is going to go to the west. It depends yes. on which way the wind is going and how long the cave is. But if there's no... If there's no exit, then for sure it's coming out the front, but you can't be sure. True. If it's a true hole and the smoke is going one way, there could be wind, but for a quick check, I'd say there's no other exit. Most caves are just one-sided. You go in, you, you dig a hole, you've got a cave, and you're in there, and there's no other exit. Most caves, no exit. Most caves aren't full of goblins. Okay, I leave it up to you to find a way out. (laughs) (laughs) There's always my way. Excellent. I love it. All right, so you guys see these two goblins kind of standing in this cave. Yeah, they're sort of leaned up against the wall, not really doing a lot. You can hear them kind of going back and forth a little bit in goblins. You don't really understand it. Can I make out any words? Not really. They're kind of quiet. They're kind of just like standing around, not really talking a lot. They well, look like they're waiting shoot. for something. They might be on guard duty. Let me shoot a firebolt back 120 feet into the cave behind them and see how deep the cave is. Uh, the firebolt the other side of them and they would turn a face to the fire to see what happened. Or they'd turn and look where the fire came from. But let me roll. Okay, you're only moderately sure that that's not a terrible idea. But Hmm. if you guys don't say anything else, that's what's going to happen. Merlin's going to do that. Well, then I'm going to go hide and see if can do that. Okay. I think we could use... Let's think about this. There's no cover. There's no... I mean, my rock trick worked last time, but same deal, like... Yeah, well, there's two two of them, so I can't whisper in both of them ear. I can only whisper in one of them's ear to get them to do something. What so, if we send Sheila in? Yes. I will use my Beast Bond spell to tell her telepathically, because we can be linked for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. that she should go in and just kind of like, maybe I'll give her one of the ball bearings, Derek, and she'll just play with it in the floor. Okay. Better idea. All right. You guys have two opposing ideas. Merlin wants to throw a firebolt. You want to play with the putty cat. How do you resolve this? For what your group decides to do first. Roll the dice. (laughs) All right. What's the cat going to do? Merlin rolled a six. Uh, Tiffy, roll a die. It's a distraction, Dad. Okay. It's going to stand in front of them and just, like, be cute. Maybe. Meow. 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 You know how Meow. it does in Shrek with the eyes? Meow. Okay, that, that might work. They'll start petting it mm. and decide to put a skewer through it and have it for lunch. Fifteen. All right. Uh, you're, you get to do your plan. So Sheila walks around the corner with a ball bearing in her mouth, drops it, and then starts... Ned starts playing with his ball bearing on the floor. And these two goblins, as you're kind of peeking around, just just looking to see their reaction, they kind of look at each other, confused. And one of them, one of them lip, licks his lips and picks up. Oh, they're going to try to kill my cat. 
A rock. Why is this not written here? You probably have spears. It's been a few weeks, and unfortunately, I didn't make my page hey. number note. Well, Tiffany, uh, um... I was one page away. All right. He kind of takes his longsword in hand and starts kind of stalking up to Sheila. Okay, well, I'm going to tell Sheila to keep going down the hallway. And then we can jump out behind them and shoot them in the back. Well, you can jump out behind them. Okay, does she... Describe what Sheila does. There's there's a pair of goblins, big goblins, one on the left side of the cave, kind of stalking up towards her, and then one on the right side of the cave, back a little bit. I still have my firebolt ready. She starts playing with her ball and hitting it towards the other side of the cave, away from the goblins coming after her. Oh, so back towards you. Oh, she's towards me. Well, yeah, she didn't go past them. I wanted her to go to the other side of the cave. Okay, how does she get there? I'm confused, Derek. Okay, the cave is a tunnel. Straight line. It's like a road. These goblins are down the road from where Sheila's at. You are behind a turn in the road. Sheila went around the corner, so the goblins see her. She can either try to go past them, or she can retreat back to you around the corner. Okay, to go past them, she will have to go past them. But how close? Well, it's a pretty... It's a cave. So it's kind of close proximity, maybe five foot wide. She can get past them, but, like, she's got to get very close to them to do that. If you wanted to say she bolts when they get near her and goes past them when they get near her, that's fine. She can do that. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to... All right. At the last minute, as these this, this goblin gets... This pair of goblin gets close to her... Sheila will suddenly stop playing with her ball and dart past them. And as she does, a sword comes down right behind her. And the goblins turn to see her fleeing into the cave. <laughs> so, now what? They're watching as this cat disappears off into the cave. I check out my longbow. Okay. And shoot them. Alright, Merlin, I'm giving you advantage. If uh, you want to shoot first, you totally can. Well, I've got this ball of fire just ready to go. Mm-hmm. All right, what is your attack modifier on flaming spell-like things? should be on page two, I think. Attack modifier, five. So you come out from around the corner and fling a ball of fire. The ball of fire chases after the cats, and the hobgoblins turn back to you, startled. A bit. Asharis, make your attack. Okay, longbow it is. I'm aiming for the one with the sword. 20. Unmodified 20? Yep. Alright. You do double damage, which I think means double your attack dice. How much damage does your bow normally do? 1d8. So roll 2d8 plus your... Actually, I don't know if there's any pluses on... Did we look this up last time? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ghost Slinger! What? Do you remember whether we looked up ranged weaponry last time? Does she get any bonuses no. to damage? I don't know. Why weren't you paying attention? You're my smart little thing. Last time I was on Discord. I know, you weren't paying any attention, so how are you supposed to tell me what I did? (laughs) Roll your 2d8. 16. 16? You mean you hit perfect? Literally. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, describe what the kill looks like. Am I shooting two arrows or just one? You only made one attack. It was a critical hit, so still only one arrow, I think. 
I still could have had two arrows on one bow hit. Well, you do get extra attacks later to do all sorts like of fancy us. stuff. I wanted to shoot him in the eyeballs. Both eyeballs? <laughs> Just one's not good enough, huh? Dang, that was, uh, that's quite a critical right there. Boom! As we shoot him in the eye. You made the explosion sound, so I made the explosion. We need you to get the coyotes here. Wow, this makes for riveting radio as I check the rules again. Let's see, search, use an object, making an attack. Attack rolls, modifiers to attack, proficiency bonus. Rolling a 20, unseen attackers and targets, ranged attacks! There we go. It does not appear as if you get any modifier to ranged attacks, only to melee attacks, which gets your strength modifier added to them. Or I think if it's a finesse weapon, you can add your dex. Alright, one of these armored hobgoblins drops down dead and clanks to the floor. His buddy goes, oh, oh, and now we have to roll initiative. <laughs> You didn't say he had an arrow in his eyeball. Well, you told us that. Yeah. I mean, did he even get to clutch at his arrow in his eyeball? Pretty no. Way. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he just kind of dropped dead instantly. <laughs> Put an arrow through his eye. His hands didn't even come oh, up to his face. Right. He just dead. Dead yeah, as dead could be. All right. Who do I got? I got me uh, Merlin. What happened to the fireball that I threw? It went down the hallway because you missed wide. Okay. Well, I have now Magic Missile. It never misses. That is my favorite thing about Magic Missile. That's right. I got to roll an initiative for Merlin. I forgot. All right. That's a number. Merlin, do you have an initiative bonus? Page one. I do. Plus one. All right. Just one. Asharis. Mm-hmm. Roll me initiative. Seven. Okay. Do you got any bonuses for that? Where am I looking? Page one. Should be by your health. Right in the middle, honey. Four. All right, so seven and four. That's better. Ghostslinger, roll me initiative. Eighteen plus three. Yikes. All right, Ghostslinger, what do you want to do? What do you want to do when he's dead? Do you want to draw a face on him? Draw a face. Because it explodes. Yeah, but no. I, I killed your friends. No, that's the other one. Because I thought it exploded and it killed your friends. It's the other. You just have to make sure they're close. Yes, it explodes. It damages creature within five feet. How close are we to these things, Derek? Uh, y'all are still down the hall, so probably twenty-five feet. Oh, actually, no. Wait, they came forward. Probably, probably More fifteen. Probably fifteen feet. Is Sheila further than five feet away? Uh, Sheila's well down the hall. Okay. Sheila's running for her life right now. Ice knife, you can. Okay, and two ice knife. All right, so Ghost Slinger, you step out from around the corner, and what do you do? Do you have a cool thing you want to say you do before you do it, or do you want to roll and see what happens and then describe it? Well, I need to roll the dice. Okay, roll the dice. Twelve. A twelve. Do you have any hit modifiers? It might be your magical hit modifier because it's a knife. Or a magic knife, but I don't know. Maybe it's still your normal hit modifier because it's a knife. Yeah, I don't know where. It's like, where? On page two, I think. Spell attack bonus? Yes. Four. What's your roll? The twelve. Twelve. You throw this knife down the hall. 
and it lands at this guy's feet. Hmm. What does it do after it lands? The sound of explosion. So this little knife, like, darts into the dirt right at this guy's feet, and then it goes, and explodes into a bunch of shards. What happens? Wow. I love it. The the creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. Well, I'm going to tell you, being in heavy plate mail doesn't make him the most dexterous thing in the world. Oh, but he does <laughs> manage to dodge back out of the way. Apparently that cat put him on his toes. Hmm, dang it. It's always the ice knife. And having dodged back out of the way and having a clear target in front of him, this hobgoblin will wait his turn in initiative order as his commander comes up out of the cave behind him. Oh no! You see the big goblin from before. And wait, he kind of growls. Would have warned us about such things. No, Sheila. Not a Charis. Cobb! Nob! What's going on up there? And seeing Cobb land on the floor, dead, he'll come running up out of the back of the cave. And he throws from off of his back a javelin. A javelin? A javelin down this tiny cave. Straight at Ghost Slinger. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Or wait, no, you guys are all around the corner now. Because Merlin threw a thing, and you did a thing, and Ghost Slinger did a thing. Okay, it's at... Ghost, no, it's at Asharis then, because Asharis, obviously being the one holding the the, uh, the longbow, killed his friend, killed his his bodyguard. That is a eighteen to armor class. What's your armor class? Fifteen. Yours is fifteen. You can. So you get speared right into either uh, the chest plate of your armor. Uh, what kind of armor are you wearing? Are you wearing leather armor? Something. Leather armor. Yeah, you get speared right through your leather armor in the shoulder, and you feel the thunk of metal as it hits your bone, taking. Wait, wait, wait! wait. What does he say? Ah! Ah! It's in the bone! It's in the bone! Just a flesh wound. <laughs> taking four damage. Really taking was, four damage was, for wasn't getting that all that bad? Damage. I thought it was going to be worse than that. That's not that bad for having it. Hit yeah. going to bone. Javelin stuck in my body. Ow, that hurts. And then... It's a little all the way down there. The hobgoblin in the hallway stepped back as this javelin went shooting past. And seeing his boss come around the corner, he stands up real tall and says, I, sir! <laughs> and, drags, and takes out his long swords and charges straight into the three of you. Yeah, my. Uh-oh. Uh, let's see. That is... You really weren't meant to kill that guy so easy. That'll teach him. Uh, that is a 14 at Ghost Slinger. What's her mm-hmm. armor class? 14. It's 14? <laughs> yes. Okay. Then it hits and does 6 damage as he slices across the little half-elf. Half and he'll shout something goblinish like... Kaznaka! <laughs> Words! Stupefy. Stupefy. <laughs> uh, and now, it is Asharis' turn. You have a goblin, basic, a hobgoblin, basically right on top of you in heavy armor. And you're holding a bow. Hmm. 
What do I do about the heavy armor? Very something. I mean, what are my swords going to do? How much of these people are out of the armor? Well, there's only two of them. You killed one. Shot him right through the eye. Yep. <laughs> he didn't stand a chance. He had little goblin babies not far from here. A wife. <laughs> he had people who loved him. Austin How Powell. could you? <laughs> Oh my god. The life of a henchman. <laughs> Alright, then I guess we'll put the bow away and get the swords out. You can't draw two swords in one turn. Yeah, that's terrible news. You can draw a sword and probably put a bow away. Yeah, we'll go ahead and say that you can put a bow away. Are your swords capable of being used two-handed, or are they short swords? Short swords. Ah, then you can only strike with one hand. I have a long sword too, but I don't know what attack bonus it has and all that. A long sword is a D8 with one hand or a D10 with two hands. So if I put my bow away and get out my long sword? Yeah, you can do that. You have a long sword and two short swords and a bow? That's what it says. It says I got a short bow and a long bow. And <laughs> wow, you got all kinds of stuff. Okay. I like a walking armory. That sounds like a ranger to me. I mean, there's a long sword, a short sword, a long bow, a short bow. I mean, why are there so many weapons? I do not know. Like the Matrix when he walks in and the thing goes, can you remove any metal objects? And he's like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Got full of guns. Okay, so then we'll do the long sword. Where's that rolly-majig? Nineteen. Nineteen? Ah! Well. I have the luck tonight with the dice. uh, Describe for me your attack. Roll your die for damage. Which one is it again? Is you doing a longsword? Yes. Two hands is a d10. Plus Mm. your strength modifier. Ooh, a longsword's not a finesse weapon. So it's your strength modifier, not your dex. Wow. I'm terrible at this. My strength is minus four. <laughs> Nine. My strength is plus four. All right. So dis- and then the strength is plus one. Oh, ten then. He's not looking great. Describe the uh, the attack as you uh, make this hobgoblin bleed. We'll go for his legs. Go for the groin. So you you take your, your two-handed longsword and slash <laughs> across oh. his legs, finding a Small weak spot in the plate at his uh, calf, and you create a huge gash as he just starts bleeding profusely. He won't last long now. The Achilles tendon. <laughs> All right, Merlin, what do you do? Well, I'm going to use my magic missile. All right. The same guy that's attacking the shards. Yeah, which Does that one count is? as a ranged attack? Let me look. I don't know. It'll go. Uh, it wouldn't matter. It can't miss. All it would do would mean that you'd have to roll at disadvantage. All right. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. That is 3d4, right? You're doing it at level one? Yep. Let's see. Five, three, that's eight, nine, ten. You do ten more damage. Describe it for me as this poor goblin's dying breath. It's stuck in his side plate. It's in the lung area below the armor that he's wearing. So three magical, three magical glowing darts of energy leap forth from your fingers, and in this tight corridor space, dart straight through 
his protective plate mail as if it's not even there and skewer him. And you hear a slight... That wasn't very slight, but... The castle! I'll take it. As he falls to his knees and slumps back dead. Two down, one and to go, and we're blocking the exit down, for the big Down guy. the hall, you hear the the big goblin, the biggest goblin of all of them. He says, No! Nob! Nob! I loved you, Nob, like a brother! Yeah, well, that's the last thing he'll hear. We're heartless. Oh, you know, that's <laughs> terrible. I messed his name up. <laughs> it was Cobb and Knock. <laughs> and I had an <laughs> N-O-B. I took both of them and put them together. Ah! That's what they called each other all the time. There was Cobb and Knock and Knob and Dob and... Oh, bloody, can't believe you killed him. You killed them all. Ghostslinger, it's your turn. Do you have any sort of mind capabilities? No. Because <laughs> we need to read this guy's mind. We're going to ask him to surrender if you can. Oh, yeah. So we can talk to him. He talks very proper for a hobgoblin. Are you going to ask for his surrender, Jessica? Sure. I mean, I have intimidation. I can do that. Intimidation. Can she use the mage hand to, like, pick him up? Mage hand can pick up, I believe. It's either 5 or 25 pounds, but it's not a person. Yeah, the hand can't attack, activate, but carry more than 10 pounds. Yeah, 10 pounds, that's what it is. Can it smush him against the wall? Only if he can be moved by 10 pounds. You could roll the greatest sleight of hand check ever to make him trip. <laughs> make him trip? Well, yeah. Ten pounds is enough to make you trip if you're running. Sure. You'd have to roll really good. We're gonna roll really good. Why don't you just ask him to surrender? Okay. Or are we talking to him or just killing him? And then he surrenders and then we kill him. What? Betrayal. <laughs> No. Oh, betrayal. Not betrayal. She's kind of scary. No. It's just being ghost slinger. Well, it's pretty scary. Okay, so you're going to talk, talk, try reasoning with him? All right, ghost slinger. What do you say? Before you, you see a, you see a green-skinned guy wearing half-plate armor. He's got kind of long hair and pointy ears and a gnarled-looking nose that's kind of pointed and claws for fingernails. He's wearing big boots that are dirty. I don't think we can have reason with this guy. (laughs) If you don't want to end up like your friends over there on the floor dead, you should just surrender unless you want to die, and we can easily do that for you. Thank you. Good night. So Ghost Slinger steps forward, makes her impassioned speech, <laughs> and rolls me a... I would call it diplomacy, but that's the wrong addition. Tiffy, what skill would that be? Persuasion? Int- something charisma-based. Is it persuasion? Or inti- uh, maybe intimidation. Whichever one you prefer, persuasion or intimidation. 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 Jessica, what was your game? Your thing was filled with lying and deception. Perspiration? <laughs> I don't know. No, you, you're... Every sign said something about you're filled with... <laughs> you're filled with... I. Was it curiosity? 
I can't remember. What was the dice roll? Fifteen. Plus her... Intimidation. Of some sort. Proficiency for intimidate. And then charisma? One. Eighteen. He stops and thinks for a moment. And he says... He has the ability to think. Oh, wow, he's not an idiot. (laughs) Hmm. I want to, I, I just, for whatever reason, I want to keep pay, playing him like a pompous British man, but I shouldn't. It's okay. He says, We like it. Like you it killed, you killed Cobb and Nock, and you come in here asking me to surrender? You, you took the good shiny. He points at mm-hmm. Ghost Slinger. And Ghost Slinger, you have no idea what he's talking about. You've never been to this area uh, before, but he points at you again. Ninja, give back my shiny, or I'll crush you. And he stomps on the ground to emphasize his point. I is Zagzam, leader of all the goblins. You can't defeat me. Are you sure about that? And then it's his turn. Uh, and... Okay, so that's the boss. He will charge forward at Ghost Slinger, screaming, Give us back the shiny! What is this shiny? <laughs> Let's see, that is... It's the treasure. They're looking for the treasure. No. Nine... But we don't have it! Yeah, why do they think we have it? Why would the lone ninja <laughs> that came all the way from over there and... Why would I have the shiny? Roll me a wisdom check. 16. Minus 1. 15. <laughs> uh... You know of one other ninja. <laughs> oh no. Uh does a 13 hit your armor class? She's got 14. Okay, you narrowly dodge out of his first sword strike, but the second one rings true and you take Nobody said it was going to be easy. 13 <laughs> damage. Oh my gosh, you're almost dead. Are you trying to kill me? So he swipes across your chest and pushes into you at the same time, launching you backwards, reeling off your feet behind your friends. And he grins real big across his face and says, I Zagzam, and you can't defeat me. Are you sure about that? He sounds like Jack Sparrow. And it is Asharis' turn. You have a Zagzam all up in your biz. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) And you do have a longsword out now, but you can only draw one weapon a turn. (laughs) So, uh... Mobile armory, okay? Come on! So, you can... If they you want, you know, because a, because a, a long sword can be used in uh, one-handed, you can draw a short sword, which is a finesse weapon. So you can use the long sword one-handed, which would make it a d8 instead of a d10, and you'll get your extra attack with your offhand with a short sword. Hmm. That sounds like a pretty good idea. Ghost Slinger's almost dead, but still cocky. <laughs> Okay, so I will use the long sword and the short sword. Okay, so Asharis pulls out her short sword right next to this guy and attacks him. Roll me an attack roll. Which one are you doing first, long sword or short sword? Actually, I guess it doesn't matter because you get your bonus for both of them. Because you have that one feat. 18! Hi! 
Well, which one was that? Because that'll that'll sink right through his uh, his half plate armor. The long sword. Okay, so that's a D eight. D eight seven. He has all the luck. Let's see. So that's seven. Roll me the next one. This will be the short sword. Well. Uh, let's see. Do you have any ads to that? I don't know. You should have a two-hit modifier somewhere. A two-hit modifier? Yeah. Should be, I don't know, center of the first page. Attack modifier with your weapons. Attack bonus is what it says. ATK bonus. Six. Plus six to your 12? That's 18. That's ridiculous. Alright. The magical child. Roll me. There's a reason I'm the mobile armory. It's a d6 plus your dexterity modifier. Dexterity? So d6? I believe so. Is that what it says on your uh, your sheet next to the attack bonus? Yep. Three. Three plus your four? Yeah, four plus seven. Alright, seven more damages. Alright. It's a solid couple of hits, but Zagzam laughs it off and says, I won't let you protect the ninja. I'm going to get the shiny back. It's just a flesh wound. Mer- Merlin, it's uh, it's your turn. Not good. The shards is not going to help really appreciate It's your turn, Merlin. Okay. I'm going to uh, use my magic missile again. All right, make sure you fill in those spell slots. It's a new day. That's two spells down. I've got it. All right, let's see here. It's the little dots, right? Yep. Uh, Okay. It's the most reliable at this moment. Yep. Magic missile is a solid way to do damage without having to worry about missing, which is good against high-armored opponents. I don't have much uh, resistance to attack, attacking me, so I have to do something. Three... Six. Spell attack bonus eight. is five. That will do eight damage. So these magical darts that shot out of you before shoot out of you again and pierce right through his uh his armor as if it's not even there. He takes eight points of damage and grimaces as it becomes Ghostslinger's turn. Ghostslinger, you're down on the ground back behind your friends who are standing in front of you protecting you from this hobgoblin in his heavy armor. What do you do? Health potion. Okay. You consume a health potion. It's 2d8 plus uh, your constitution bonus. Or 2d4, sorry. Plus your health bonus. Seven plus what? Constitution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not very good, is it? Yeah, that's not very good. So eight. So, Ghostslinger, you get up. You grab a small vial off of your belt pop a cork out of it, and drink back this pink fluid that slowly starts to soothe away the pain in your fresh cuts from this hobgoblin captain. And then it's his turn again. No. And he looks at Merlin, and he says, Merlin! Well, he doesn't say Merlin, he doesn't know your name. He says, you there, wizard! I can't be letting you do that! And he swings at you. Uh, What is your armor class, Merlin? Terrible. Uh, is it lower than armor, a 16? Armor class, armor class. Is it on page 3? Well, mine is 15, so I assume the answer is yes. It should be on the very first page. It should be above your health. 11. 11 it is. All right. 
you are taken off guard as his heavy blade slices through your wizard's robes, and you take 11 damage. And with lightning speed, he follows it up with another decisive hit. I can't take this. Slicing seven health away from you, as if it was never there. Okay, we gotta finish this guy off. And he roars with victory, seeing Merlin... On one knee. Down on one knee. He says, No one will defeat Zagzam! Are you sure? <laughs> and it is Asharis' turn. Welcome back, Asharis. And before Asharis can react, he says, Now give me the shiny and I will spare your lives, you puny humans. We don't have it. Maybe he wants our gold. No, he wants the shiny. Ninja has the shiny. I ninja. Oh. What did you steal? <laughs> I didn't steal it this time! <laughs> you stole the cup. Maybe he wants the cup. <laughs> it's not the cup! Wait, don't I have multiple cups? Maybe it's Pandora. Okay, um, how dead is he? He's definitely feeling the heat, but he doesn't look as bad as Merlin or Ghostslinger. What are we going to do here, folks? Either I spend my time and heal you or attack him. I can't do both. Attack him. Attack him. All right. I have healing powers of my own. No, you don't. (laughs) You have the ability to not let someone else die. You can't heal yourself. That takes time. Well, that's terrible. I can save Asharis then. The ghost slinger. Okay. You will not take. Then I will long sword him and short sword him again. You could switch your long sword for a short sword, and then short sword him twice. I don't know. You did pretty good with the long sword last time. It's up to you. But the long sword has it's a D eight instead of the D six. No. Yeah, but it's plus one instead of plus four. We'll do something. I'm dying here. We'll switch to the short sword. <laughs> Seventeen. Is that including your to hit modifier? We're taking that as a no. Yeah, no. Asharis, you quickly sheath your long sword and draw out another short sword from your side and twirl it around and while he is mesmerized by the swirling blade, stab into him. Roll for damage. <laughs> Roll for damage. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Plus four, that's nine. That's pretty good. Now he looks like he's starting to be as bad as Merlin and and Ghost Slinger. Only took three rounds of hitting the guy. Zagzam will not be defeated. And now you can attack with your offhand. Eleven plus six. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Uh, Zagzam just tries to push back out of the way, but he doesn't quite make it. And your roll damage? Six plus the four. What? Oh. Zagzam tries to get out of the way as quickly as he can, but your whirling (laughs) frenzy of blades is not enough to protect him. Okay. Er, Okay. Your whirling frenzy of blades makes his light armor not, or his half plate armor not enough to protect him. And you stab into him, dealing a decisive blow that drops him to his knees in front of you. He's not dead, but he's bleeding profusely. Okay. Okay. And hardly able to move. 
Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. Wait, what? Your turn. Why? I mean, why? He's not dead. Put one in his throat. Come on. Oh, wait. Wait. She's, she's probably right. It's probably Merlin's turn. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, why? He's not dead. <laughs> not dead. <laughs> Can't you come back later? Yeah. It's Merlin's turn. Night, Grandma. So it's it's Merlin's turn, actually. Zagzam is down on his knees in front of you. You also look terrible, so the two of you are kind of very close together, both basically dying here as you bleed out in the cave. Well, I'm going to use my magic missiles if I'm not too close. No, you can do that. I think that will consume your last level one spell slot. That's true, yeah. All right. Zagzam gets through the word. Actually, he doesn't. Zagzam says, Zag, as these three magical darts of energy shoot out of your hands and through him, going all the way through him and out into the side of the cave behind him, and he falls wow. over dead. Now we're in the cave with three dead guys. Yep. A bunch of goblins are going to come in here and say, where's my leader? And uh, I'm pretty sick on the ground here. I can use my magical powers to heal Ghostlinger a little bit. And I have cure wounds to heal you. Let's do it. What, is it our turn or not? You don't have the ability to heal anybody. The, ma- the medicine proficiency allows you to add your proficiency bonus on medicine checks, such as stabilizing a downed foe. Is that all it does? Yes. Or if you need to find out what's wrong with somebody medically. Okay, I can't save anybody then. You could splint a leg or something like that, but you're not going to be able to heal wounds in short order like a magical spell or a potion would. You could heal someone over a long period of time, but not someone in like the let's go with three minutes you think you've got because you can hear the goblins down below starting to make a ton of racket and you don't know why. Yeah. I have an idea. We could retreat into the cave further and hide and get some rest or get out of the cave and go up the mountain further and hide until we can recover our energy. What should we do? I should, you should have used mirror image so he'd stab the mirror instead of me. Mm. I can see I've made mistakes here. <laughs> so what do you guys do? I think we should get out of this cave or we're going to die here. What do you think, Ghost Slinger? What did you say? You should get out of the cave. You should get out of the cave. So does the the dead guy, Zagzam, have a helmet or something that we can take as proof of his demise? So That's a great idea. Zagzam. Search the bodies and see if they have anything on them, and then we'll get out of here. Zagzam has a, what you would imagine is a rather distinguishable belt buckle on the belt of his armor. It's a goblin warface 
mask, like painted goblin face, and you feel like that should probably do to prove that you have defeated a goblin warrior in battle. You don't know if it's specific to him, but it would do it, if anything okay, would. Let's grab those and get out of here. Are you searching the rest of the stuff that they have? Search, search all the bodies. We, we not only need proof, but if we run into any other goblins, we could show that and say, this is what we've done. Watch out. Or so, you're next. You're next if you can. Quickly search the cave and let's see if there's anything in here and let's get out of here as quick as we can. So... I can never remember your Puma's name. All I can remember is Puma. Sheila! <laughs> Sheila comes running up out of the back of the cave to you guys after the, the fighting is over. And you still have Beast Bond with her. So could she relay if there's an other exit or anyone else down there? And she relays that the inside of the cave looks to mostly be full of, like, supplies that they've looted off of caravans, so there's some food, there's some, like, food. Did I say food twice? Yes. Okay, there's some food, and some more food, and, <laughs> like, some linens, and maybe some nice clothes. It looks like, mostly, they've been using this area to stockpile perishables, because the cave stays cooler than outside in the air. But no exit. She didn't see another way out of this cave. It looks like Merlin might have been right about the uh, the direction of the fire smoke. So let's uh, either we burn all of this merchandise and starve them to death to keep them from getting it, and uh, take the belt buckles and and leave. What do you say, Asharis? Mm, I'd say we go get healed up and come back for it. But I doubt if we can get back in this cave. Hmm? We can't get back in the cave. There's going to be other guards in here. Yeah, but we're going to kill them too. It was tough enough killing these three guys. I say we burn it. So on the guards, you find uh, 11 EP and 25 CP. So if I split that, that's four electrum, P, uh, electrum plate each. And 25 split three ways is difficult. So it's okay. We'll say 20 or 8. 8 doesn't sound like enough. 8's pretty close. 8 copper pieces each. And you find 2 platinum pieces. I don't know if somebody got shorted the last time you found platinum or not. I have 2 and Jessica has 2. And I got 2. Alright, well you got 2 more. You'll have to fight for them. Who wants to do it? Me. <laughs> and actually, I'll say... No, you don't have time to run down into the depth of the cave and grab anything. Well, at least no, you don't... I'm taking the belt buckles, and uh, I suggest we burn it and leave. You don't have time to go down... You don't feel like you have time to get down into the back of the cave. Asharis knows what's down there, and Asharis, you have to make the call. Are you going to go into the cave, or are you going to flee and come back later? I think we're going to flee and come back later, otherwise we're going to get trapped. And there's going to be a I... fire behind us. <laughs> I agree. Let's go. Let's get out then. Okay. So. Run away! <laughs> run away! You guys quickly make your way back out to the front of the cave, and you can see below you, it's probably about, let's see, midday, because it took you a little while to find the, the goblin caves. It's about midday, but you can see a 
bright glowing red fire, redder red than normal fire. And you see a goblin with a bunch of little tiny shrunken heads and bones like all over their garb. And they are dancing around this fire, screeching and pointing up towards you at the top of the uh, at the top of the goblin caves near this this cave entrance where you found uh, Zagzam. Hmm. And there are lots of angry goblins gathering around the fire and starting to march up the path towards you. I can't throw a ball of fire into the thing and get out quick. You can throw a bolt of fire down the hall. So you throw a bolt of fire down the hall. And you see it hit the end of the tunnel where it turns right. Okay, so we don't know if it burns or not. Let's just get out of here. So are there any let's trees? Get, let's get stuff? out and go to the top of the mountain and roll some boulders down. So you've got a bunch of goblins marching up this path towards you. What do you want to do? Are there any trees or shrubberies? Yes, you're still in a lightly kind of wooded area. There's definitely some underbrush, and there's the. You're in the foothills, so kind of like the land rises and falls. You feel like if you try to get away and get out of sight, you might be able to do that. Sounds good to me. Okay. Run away! Alright, Ghost Slinger, roll me a stealth check. 19. Well, you couldn't have said that? <laughs> 19. You know, it's not, it's not noisy to play the game, Jessica. It's noisy to do everything else besides play the game. No, I'm done for now. Alright, so, Ghostslinger, you pick out a path through this through this wooded rocky area over top of some of these big stones and drop down on the far side of a hill about 20 feet. Merlin, you roll me a... Uh, you roll a medicine check to start using your torn-up wizard robes to bandage yourself in order to stop the bleeding so that they can't follow a blood trail to find you. Oh my god. And you hear these bands of goblins roving the area for a couple of hours before they start to spread out and you think it's safe for you to move again to try and uh, escape the area. Wisdom, I only have plus one. Did you say wisdom? No, medicine. Oh, medicine. Plus one. Yeah, so you bandage yourself up so that they can't follow your blood trail to where you're hiding for the day while you wait for the kind of the hubbub to die down and move under cover of darkness to get back away from these these goblin caves. Mm. You have successfully snuck into the goblin caves and defeated their leader without having to fight the hordes of goblins that lie below in the village. Or camp, I guess the goblin camp. Mm. Right. I thought it was cute when he said he had a family and a wife and kids. <laughs> so, All right, so we're, gonna sneak, we're sneaking away then, right? Yeah, you guys are sneaking away. Where are you headed? We're going up the hill. But isn't that the wrong way? Well, we can't go down the hill. There's hordes of people down there. No, you've waited until the hordes of people have died down. You don't hear them anymore. You escaped. Oh, okay. You escaped south down the foot or through the foothills, a ways until you were confident that you could hide the day away and. Ghost Slinger found you a good hiding spot uh, until you hear the the hubbub. You hear the horns blaring and goblins kind of shouting as they make their way through the foothills all day trying to find you, but they never quite seem to find your hiding spot. Oh, that's good. Asharis is going to have to remember where this is, and we can go 
back to white, get an army, and come back and wipe these guys out. Yeah, we could go back. Go back and organize an army and come back and kill them because we, we've killed the master, the leader. They'll be disorganized. Now's the time to strike. So you guys are going to head back towards white? Yeah. Is that what I heard? we got to get bandaged up. Resupply. We need help. We need some sleep, some health, and uh, recovery time. Then we'll get those guards. And get an army, organize some gr- group of guys, and come back up here. You promised to do your part to take out the boss goblin to Lord White. He promised to reward you with weapons from his family's... Armory. Yeah, his family armory. Is is that what you're doing? You're headed back to White to go see him? Yes. Well, and to tell all those other people where the rest of the goblins are. Where they live, yeah. If they want to wipe them out completely, that's what they got to do. I was hoping to, to uh, talk to the leader and say, you know, stop attacking us and we'll, we won't kill you. But that didn't happen, so we've got to do the next best thing. King Ode Universe. I think that's probably a pretty good place to call it with you guys on your way back to go see uh, Lord White and report on your successful mission. Your successful raid of the goblin camp. Raid. In the foothills of the Itso Mountains. Itso? Itso Mountains. It's so mountains. Yep. Derek, she has a character and it says King of Art. She read it as King of Farts. <laughs> the best kind of king. And then King of Farts. <laughs> I'm like, you know, 